Hello, and welcome to Stephen Rollins' Beer Podcast. Number 162. Interesting fact about number 162. I wait with bated breath. 162 is the number of games a baseball team plays in national, in the Major League Baseball in America. Ooh. Interesting fact. I am like a font of knowledge. <laughs> Excellent. This week we have an IPA. I like okay. IPAs. Yeah. Um, from Howling Hops. Had anything from them before? Not had anything from them before. Um, I have. I had a dark beer though, so I'm kind of refraining judgment because I'm not good at judging the dark beers because mm. I don't like them. So it's always hard to tell. Yeah. Um, what do we think of the branding? I rather like their branding. It's a bit, I don't know, it's a bit a divisive one. It's distinctive and in some ways I like it and other times I look at it and go, no, it's a bit too silly for me. It's a bit cluttered. Yeah. There's a lot in there. There's a lot going on on that front part of the label. Yeah. I, I, I like the colours. It's an unusual set of colours to see. And they have different one, different colours themed for each one. Yeah. So, it, yeah. It, it's... I'm not sure. They've got a distinctive style, and that's that's definitely a plus point. The Howling Hops, are they very hop-driven in their beers? Yes. Yeah. Surprisingly. Uh, they are based in, well, based in Hackney Wit now. They were found in 2011 uh, in the basement of the Cock Tavern in Hackney. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, 2011, and in comparison to a lot of London breweries that started out in 2011, they haven't kind of exploded in terms of volume and stuff like some of the ones at that, that time have. Yeah. Uh, in 2015, they moved out of the basement and got a place in an industrial estate in Hackney Wick. Um, they opened up. That summer, the first tank room in the UK, I believe. So that's ten tanks where you actually take the, the beer comes straight out of the conditioning tanks for you to, to drink. Okay. Um, it's meant to be an amazing vibe in there, an amazing place to drink beer. Uh, right next door to the Crate Brewery as well. Um, I've heard great things about in terms of eat, uh, drink at their brewery as well and not made it over there yet. So that's definitely one that I hear good things about. But their beer doesn't tend to travel that much outside London, I find. Okay. So, just going back to the label, mm. um, I picked up the bottle. I, I very much like the texture of the label. Um, it has a really nice texture on it. Um, it's, yeah. mm. It has got a nice texture. Yeah, it's a very nice texture. I really like that. That's, that, that's a nice touch. Um, nice touch. See what I did there? Texture touch. Sharp I am. Sharp as a tack. No, I, I really like the feel of it. Um, smelling the beer... Yeah, it smells very IPA-ish. Six point nine percent is a little on the high side, maybe, but we shouldn't complain because nope. it's part of a subscription that we pay a flat <laughs> fee for. Um, and this, so this is part of their core range, mm-hmm. but this one does say this is Mosaic, Amarillo, Simcoe, Columbus. Yeah, and I would guess that that's going to be changing a little bit from year to year depending on what they've got available. So, like I, they're fairly fairly I standard did. hops you can get hold of, though, isn't it? Um, there's, nothing, there's nothing there that's obscure. No, but. You know, I think breweries do, they're very much driven by what's available, and if you get a bad harvest of one thing, then they'll move on to taking something else that can fulfil the role. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the reasons you see a number of breweries don't put on their IPAs what they've got, because they'll, they'll switch around other things depending on what's available to try and get the same flavour. Yeah. So, I get the impression these guys are moving a little bit more into that idea of, it's an IPA, it's always going to be shift a little bit, but... We'll tell you what's in it. Mm-hmm. It's no bad thing. Smells good. Yeah, no, the smell is exactly what I'd expect. The taste, 
it's very thick. It's got a very mm. gloopious feel to it, a very 6.9% feel to it. And yeah. I'm tasting lots of the alcohol. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I really am. Um, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but I'm tasting the alcohol, and I think, I think it's a beer that could perhaps benefit from being a shade lower. Percentage. Yeah. Like, it just it's a little bit too much for me. I, I like the hot balance. I think the hot balance is interesting. Um it makes it fairly distinct. It's not your standard IPA. Um but that gloopiness and the the burn is just a little too much for me. I really rather like the the thickness of it. Um there's a little bit of alcohol there, I agree. Um I do think they've got a really kind of juicy quality out of the the hops and that's always something I enjoy in IPA when when somebody manages to do that, yeah, that kind of very fruit juicy type of thing from being that thick and, and heavy. What it really reminds me of, and I can't remember what it's called, but it was one of the core beers. I don't see it so much anymore. One of the core beers that um, Brewdog used to do, the Hardcore, mm. Hardcore IPA. Yeah, which was it reminds me very much of Hardcore, um, as in the big mouth feel, the thick gloopiest yeah. feeling, and, and that little bit of alcohol burn. Um, but if anything, it's a little bit more refined. It is, yeah. It's a little bit more clever. Um, it's got, you know, there's more flavour going on in there. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's a great, I think it's a really good beer. I, I really like it. Six point nine is a little bit higher than most of the IPAs that we. Yes. Yes. We tend to drink. Yeah. I, and it's it's not ridiculously high for an IPA, but it's definitely a bit like a percent. It's really bad when you start saying six point nine percent isn't high. It's really bad. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't high. It's not ridiculous for an IPA. Like, IPAs are, I would be expect like five and a half to six and a half. It's kind of where I'd expect. Mm-hmm. Most. And I, I like. It doesn't feel like this is ridiculously out of the range of an IPA by being at six point nine. I certainly don't feel it's into double IPA territory. Just it's yet. on the doorstep. It's knocking on the door. <laughs> it's knocking on the door and asking to come in. And there's a bone to go, your name's not on the list. Like, it, it is pretty damn you're close. You're under seven, you're okay. Yeah. Um, right. Um, oh, I like the bottle top too. Mm, yeah, bottle yeah. top's nice. Um, branding, meh. It's okay. Good bits, bad bits I like about it. Um, beer itself, good bits, bad bits I like about it. I, I like the flavour. I, I think it's a very intelligent IPA. It has lots of different things going on in there. I don't like the alcohol burn on it. It's a little too much for me. Um, and that maybe it would be better if it was even more chilled. We only chilled it for about half an hour, and I think maybe a little bit more chilled. That viscosity may have dipped yeah. down a little. Um, but all in all, I think it's a good beer. I like it. I like it more than last week's, uh, and I gave that a seven. So I'm going to go eight. I kind of actually agree. I I don't know whether it's you and your powers of influence, uh, but as I go a little bit more, I'm getting that alcohol a little bit more. Um, then that's a bit warming up a little bit maybe picking on that a bit more it, de- it definitely isn't in balance with the alcohol part of it it, it doesn't feel it feels a little bit too much yeah. for me um, but I, I think it's interesting I don't think it's my a great IPA but I think it's an interesting IPA I certainly like how they've used the hops Yeah. Um, and I would definitely be interested to try more stuff from yeah. them and go and drink at the brewery definitely um, but I think this is one that I probably wouldn't go hunting back to a bit a bit similar to last week really mm. um, so. no I would give this another chance I would give this another chance in a in, in a cask situation or in a more chilled situation I would give it another chance hmm hence my eight. 
Yeah, yeah. you're a more generous person than me. I am. <laughs> In every way. Yes. But I'll be mean. I'm going to go seven and a half then. Okay. Because just to be meaner than Steve. Yeah. No, listen, it's okay. It's, it's a good beer. I think it's very solid. I would, I would buy it again. Uh, I wouldn't be adverse to having another drink of it in a more social situation than in my office uh, as I'm running out the door to go to Rwanda. Yeah, lots of good beer there. I hear it's the place to be for good banana wine. Banana wine. Yeah, they brew they brew wine out of banana skins, ah, okay. and all the men get drunk and all the women do the work. It's pretty okay. much what happens in Rwanda. Well, Certainly, when I went in 2009, that's what I saw a lot of happening. So they they brew it in big buckets by the side of the road. Okay, you can buy it and they'll just get a coke bottle and fill it up. Fill it up and. It's like nail polish remover. It's freaking horrible. But um, yes, <laughs> I'll look forward to that. Um, seven o'clock so in the morning. So if you've still got your on eye, eyesight when you come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll find we out should, next uh, week. So yeah. I guess, uh, oh, actually, before we do that, okay. should we talk about your beers that you're going to be tasting this afternoon? Oh, yeah. So this will be maybe a little later to the party than some, some people as we're actually recording like six days in advance mm-hmm. um, we have got a bottle each of the Cloudwater DIPA volume 4 volume 5 yep which we're looking forward very much to trying apart from you who's going away but drank them last night yeah I managed to find two at Tilt yesterday yeah. the last two they picked them up yesterday afternoon and they'd sold out by 8 o'clock yeah, yeah Otter's Tears were very kindly got me some and, and they'd also sold out Within moments, apparently there were people queuing at the door to get in to, to get them. So that's crazy. I mean, Cloudwater are doing a great job. Um, you will have your own experiences with it, but for me, I preferred number five over number four. Yeah, I've had um, a few people say similar ones. Yeah, and I preferred the two mixed together As over the number five over and number own. four. Over number four and number five. Yeah, yeah, the mixed together they were better. Um, the general consensus in Tilt from everybody who'd had it was that number five was their favourite, apart from my 20-year-old son who decided that, um, yeah, he liked number four because he likes to be contraire. <laughs> I can't imagine where he gets that from. No idea. No idea. So anyway, yes, yes we should uh, that's one to look up. forward to. We should drink up. And shut up. We are done.